The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. If you missed that, you can catch it up at, up until 3 o'clock this afternoon at which time he'll be live, I think. And then, if not, we'll have an education video in that area at 3 o'clock. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then join us in the chat on Rumble by clicking the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. And then uh, we are streaming to Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, before it's news.com, top of the page there, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. 
Twitch at the Real Tim Brown, and also if you're on Twitter, for whatever that's worth, uh, you can catch us there at the Real Tim Brown. And then number two, leave off the end, put a two there, you're good to go. And then a number of Facebook pages that bear my name, you can catch us on those. And one of them, in fact, my public page, uh, that's where we get a lot of the people in the chat uh, in, in Life. Those two places are where we get a lot of the chat from that I see. Uh, Rumble, we get some. And uh, thankful for you guys who support us over there as well. Uh, right up under where the, we're streaming live, sign up for our email newsletter that goes out once a day in the evening. If you want our ministry email, go to Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sign up right there on the front of the page. And then if you want to help support us, keep us out there doing what we're doing, you agree with our message, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. Those are our monthly partners, and we appreciate each and every one. And even if you haven't supported us financially, we appreciate you. You, you, you tune in, listen, you support us that way, you come in the chat, you, you watch the videos, um, you pray for us and all that. We appreciate each and every one of you very, very much. And so uh, we're going to get right into things here in just a second, but I wanted to make one thing about, uh, just a comment about yesterday, because I had some comments about what we talked about, and I wanted to make a distinction. When we talk about the difference between, uh, you know, the, that little text that everybody wants to quote, who Half the time they don't know the Bible, but they know that verse, judge not lest you be judged, right? Uh, the point is, is what's going on is you see these guys who are bringing, for instance, the one that the woman that we looked at uh, in adultery, you see them bringing her to Jesus, demanding a judicial response. The law of Moses says this, this is what we ought to do. And what we're told to do is make moral judgments, but unless we're in a position of authority, uh, to carry out those judgments of the law, we're not to do that. We're not to be those. So when, even when you hear me say, hey, somebody's guilty of this, that, and the other, I always put in, they need to be put through due process. Even though you, the evidence may be all out in front of us, they need to be put through due process. And then those who, are, who have the authority to do it are to carry out the sentence. Does that make sense, everybody? Good. I, I hope so, because there's there's two different things. One is the judicial. One is just a moral evaluation. And look, even the people who look at you and say, judge not lest you be judged, they're judging you. Okay? Just keep that in mind. All right? Anyway, with that said, it is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And by the way, I for the video audience, computer has a mind of its own. Uh, go to the video. And now it's got a, it had a desktop up. You got to see some of what goes on. On one of the screens here, it goes. It just goes to a, a desktop. I didn't even add in the system, so I don't. I don't know what does that. Anyway, it is right into the core Wednesday, and as always, we have with us Common Core Diva Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. Woo, you're really low. Uh oh. Oh, there you is go. That, there you go. Okay, I got is that you. Better. Yeah, okay. that's great. All right. That's great. All right. All right now we're talking. We're gonna we're gonna talk about sustainable development goals again today. This is the UN United Nations deal, and. Yeah. A group I've not heard of. Heifer, oh, really? Heifer? Okay. Yeah. I, it, sound, it sounds like uh, some kind of Jewish thing or something. I don't That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, we've gone after uh, Samaritan's Purse yeah. and exposed them. We have gone after several of the um, things that are going on in our churches that meet with the sustainable development goals, especially their embracing of the STEM, the science, technology, engineering, and math, which we know is a United Nations tool 
to uh, circumvent not only education, but your community to meet all these goals that are supposed to be uh, one world, absolutely all the way from your government down to your community, down to your religion. And Samir, uh, Heifers International has been around for many, many years. And the reason why I wanted to highlight Heifer was because this is the time of year, just like Samaritan's Purse, they really start kicking up, oh, okay, hey, you want to give something really meaningful for Christmas instead of giving mom and dad a pair of socks in mom and dad's name, you can give an animal to a low-income family uh, either here in America or somewhere throughout the world, and you can help teach sustainability. Well, now, the whole premise behind it, Tim, is that we have a lot of churches, youth groups, and homeschool families who will participate in this, just like with Samaritan's Purse, year after year after year, because it has tentacles in Christ and in the Bible, but they have sacrificed those tentacles to go for globalism, the greater good, collectivism, and the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. In other words, what we're seeing going on there is what Paul talks about in Corinthians. He says they're disguising themselves as angels of light. He, ain't, Satan does right. that, and so do his ministers. And so they're they're clo they're cloaking themselves. And the mm -hmm. United Nations does that. They they take that old reference of you know beating their their swords into plowshares. That's one of their little. That's one of their themes that they put out there. Mm -hmm. um, that's why they want to, or that's why they tell you they want to disarm the the people around the world. Yeah, absolutely. And we've gone over that as well, that that verse in Isaiah is not in the United Nations building. It is not on the outside of the building. It is not on the grounds. It is across the street. And the reason why is because we know that in the Bible, it says where there's darkness, there can't be light. Mm. So I just wanted to bring that up. And we know that the Luciferian roots of the United Nations, if ever there was a time that it's showing up, and usurping our churches, that's precisely it. But when you look at some of the interviews that we've done, to, uh, Tim, with some of the people from churches, like Ginger Russell a few months ago when she was key with helping bring that particular movie to light that was showing how the Marxism has infiltrated our seminaries, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Absolutely. because they've, they've really abandoned the scripture, so they don't know themselves. They know enough to get themselves in trouble. Well, it's a feel-good gospel, you sure. know, and this is what this message is through Heifer. And one of the things that brought it to light was when one of the first pieces of mail that came to my house um, was showing the glossy pictures of all the, the good. Now, I'm not negating that we need to give to the poor, but God told us through Jesus, we would always have the poor with us. So the entire right. fact that you've got the number one goal of the United Nations as ending poverty is a moot point. Well, and it's a moot point because... While they may give some things to the poor, what they're doing is enriching themselves. And we know this because we can just go look at the salaries of all of the people who have led there. And by the way, none of them have been a, a liberty-minded person. All of them have been either socialists or communists. I've done an article on that where you can go down and you can see every attorney general. Or, is that what they call them, guys? They, they don't call them that. What do they call them that? 
inspector general or, or, or general director or something. Yeah, something I don't like that. Know. It, it, so it's the guy who leads up the, the, the UN, I forget what the name was. The yeah. guy who leads up the UN, that's what they've been affiliated with. Their mindset has been. Absolutely. Well, let's start off. We're going to go to Heifer's Bain site, because if you've not heard of Heifer, their image is a cow. And there it is. It's Heifer International. Now, of course, they give a lot of animals. They also work with uh, building uh, water wells for people. Uh, they do with all kinds of livestock and uh, plants and things like that. They also go into education. But education is not reserved for schooling, Tim, or teaching of the gospel. It's housed in economics because after all we have to have fascism show up in every stupid thing because when you put the money before the people when you put the economy before education that's precisely what you're propping up so i wanted to show you there's their main website and of course they're in uh the christmas mode now because after all it is just uh uh, November the 2nd, and we have to get started on that. Well, it looks right, like you, with their ornament they're giving away, maybe it's me, but it uh, looks like they did, I, I don't know the unnecessary need for the colors on that heifer, but it looks like the colors right on, on the Sustainable Development Goals uh, board. It, it has some of the same colors, it absolutely does, but that's supposed to be somebody's artwork from some country, and this is going to be how they, they thank you is this particular... I think it's a little, I don't know if it's a heifer, if I don't know what it is. Anyway, if you want to go to their history, it will tell you how long they've been in business. They have been in business 75 years. Okay. They absolutely have. And it will tell you ending poverty begins with what? Agriculture. Now, here's one of the things that we need. Here's one of the oxymorons for this particular organization. Okay. You're going to give livestock which would be cows and goats and sheep, things like that. And one of the main United Nations goals, besides ending poverty, is ending hunger and being sustainable. But if you look at the World Economic Forum, which is a, you know, a loving partner of the United Nations, it'll sit there and tell you, well, we have to get rid of all the livestock because especially cows, because after all, uh, their, their gases are killing the, uh, the ozone and, and just being so harmful to the earth that we have to get rid of them. So you've just built up all these people's income through selling livestock and giving livestock to other family members so they can start businesses. And then on the other hand, you're going to come in and you're going to get rid of it all. So what are you going to do to the people? You're going to make them more dependent on what government. Lynn, okay. where, can I ask a question about them? Where are they exactly, where is the majority of their focus at in the world? Uh, third world countries, but there is a huge amount of Heifer International here in the United States. And that's what a lot of people do not understand is they th when they see Samaritan's Purse or they see Heifer, they think, OK, third world country. They never think America. They never think about the fact that, yes, these organizations do go into some of the poorest parts of the United States and help prop up these families and these communities but they absolutely do and if they don't do it through the same method that they do the third world countries they do it through community service programs which we know how draconian that has become through our federal government okay 
All right. If you want to know why Heifer got started, it was at the hands and feet of a man named Dan West. And he was alive way back when, but he was visiting another country because of his church. And his church is still in existence. It's not his church, but he was a member of it. It's actually a 300-year-old church that was founded in Germany. And it was called Church of the Brethren. But if you look at the history of the Church of the Brethren, it's tied to the Schwarzenegger family. Why am I not surprised? So there you go. So there's that. So I give you all the archives to give you the history of Dan. And supposedly, if you look at the bottom of this particular bio on him, there's a uh, Bible verse. And you'd think, okay, well, hey, God's here. This is what I need to be doing because after all, there's a Bible verse. But let's uh, stop and remember that even the spirits who are against us know scripture. And we know that uh, through the writings of C.S. Lewis, through the screw tape letters, that one of the things that Satan liked to do through the demons was to take scripture and to twist it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we don't even need to go to, to Lewis over that. We see yeah, that in right. Matthew chapter 4, where uh, Jesus is led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And what is the devil every time? What is he doing? He's yeah. quoting scripture, and he's either yeah. leaving something out, or he's twisting it to try to get Jesus to follow him, rather than, uh, you know, presenting. And I think this is why uh, I try to emphasize, when we look at scripture, <clears throat> to read the context. Read what comes before it. Understand mm -hmm. a little bit of history uh, as to what's going on there so that you understand, make sure that you've interpreted it correctly. Because if you don't, you can pull out scripture and say whatever you want to say with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, in the archives, you will get not only all the um, history on Dan West and what got him started, but he saw a need and he thought, oh, well, okay, because my church is a church of peace. I can go in and I can do something like this and get it started. And of course, it was one movement by a few people. And look what it's turned into a global organization. Um, I also give you the Britannica Encyclopedia's history of this particular church, because it will tell you much more than any of the other resources that I found about this particular church. Um, and if you look at their modern day advertising TM, we're the little church that could. We're the church of peace when all these other churches are just uh, full of, of such uh, uprising. It, it just is absolutely amazing. And I don't know if people can read any of that. I don't know if there's any of that that you want to. I, well, to I'm kind of wondering, is, is this brethren? Because it sounds like, no, this is not the same one. I was going to say that the Plymouth brethren I'm familiar with, I'm not familiar with right. this. And I wanted to see if they were just using a different name, but it doesn't look to me that they are. So, uh, right. but their, their background is um, <clears throat> coming out of New Baptist. Mm -hmm. And they're distinguished from the Mennonites, the direct mm -hmm. descendants of the Anabaptists, whom they resembled in many ways, at, or as, boy, that's a weird word, Schwarzenza Baptist. Well, that's, that's, that was the what I think has been translated into the Schwarzenegger family, because uh -huh. I know that when you have a lot of these families who came to America, right. they did change their name, and we, we know that that happens, but somebody who is really good in his family history may want to verify that, but I believe that's what it translates into. Okay. 
Okay, so um, let's see here. Now, the next thing I have for us is a short YouTube video about Heifer that will point out some of the sustainable development goals in the wordplay. This is about three minutes long. Hi, I'm Cassandra. I care deeply about the world around me and I want to make a difference. When I think about how many people don't have what they need to thrive or even survive, it can feel overwhelming. I can imagine a future without hunger and poverty, and I want to be a part of creating it. That's why I support Heifer International. For more than 75 years, Heifer International has worked to end hunger and poverty while caring for the earth. Heifer supports people living in poverty by providing the tools and training they need to not only put food on the table, but to build businesses, earn living incomes, and improve the health of our planet. In the places where Heifer works, farming and livestock are central to changing lives. It starts when a family in need is given a cow or a goat or a flock of chickens. Milk and eggs provide protein to help kids grow healthy and strong. Families earn money by selling these products as well, ensuring a source of income and nutrition that never runs out. And when baby animals are born, those offspring are passed on to other members of the community, multiplying their impact. It's a gift that keeps on giving. But Heifer International goes beyond providing seeds and animals. Heifer brings community members together, gives them a chance to stand strong on their own. And Heifer shares techniques for farmers to better care for the land, building a sustainable livelihood for themselves, their communities, and for future generations. After farmers improve their productivity, Heifer organizes cooperatives, creating collective power, support, and connections to buyers who pay them fairly. These small agribusinesses and market connections lead to a sustainable income for things like education, shelter, and medicine, which are necessities for a happy and dignified life. I also love that Heifer is intentional about empowering women, because when women are empowered, the whole family benefits. Are you starting to see it too? A world without hunger and poverty? With the help of people like you and me, Heifer International is making it possible. One farmer, one family, and one community at a time. If you want to be a part of creating that future, visit Heifer.org to make a gift and learn more. All right. So, look, there, there, as we've said before, there's nothing wrong with helping people do all this. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. What this is, is Alton Brown. Oh, Heifer. Alton Brown, please. Anyway, the, the point is, is this. I, here's what struck me. They said, oh, we're going to get them milk and eggs and make the kids strong, this, that, and the other. But then they don't tell you about how they're going to come in with vaccines and make them not healthy and not strong and even kill some of them. I, some of the, and, and the UN's behind that as well. So they're, it's kind of like they're on, they're playing both sides of the fence here. Well, that's, yeah. And that's what I was trying to bring up earlier about, you know, hey, we're going to, give you all this livestock and then we're going to tell you oh no you can't eat it because you're killing the planet so uh -huh. anyway, if you go to uh the next tab it says our work this is under heifer's website tim this is where you will not see education but if you go to economics that's precisely where you will see it and if you don't see it there then i've given uh four different articles from their blog where you will see that not only education, but health care will be embedded in the economics. And so those will be four different articles that are on the blog. 
And let's see here. We have um, the first one is where Heifer is saying, hey, we're lock, stock and barrel supporting the, uh, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So there you go. And yeah, they absolutely will. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, hang on just a second. I wanted to see. Yeah. You've got where they embrace them, where they bring up the fact that they'll end uh, poverty, where there is going to be education that is improving a globalized society. And what's so interesting about that particular blog article is that it's using a person from here in America from the Southern Association of Christian Schools to prop this up. Now, you think they're bringing the people in because the people have not been adequately taught what the gospel is um, and how that impacts people. They get bits and pieces and they kind of, I guess, form their own humanitarian theology kind of gospel. Is that what's going on? It, it Yes, it absolutely is, because the very next place that we're going to take everyone will be what Heifer calls their 12 cornerstone curriculum. And this is not just in schools, Tim. This is community wide. And one of the glossy pictures that I found, there is an Indian celebrity. Uh, and I'm going to spell the name because I cannot pronounce it. But her name is C-H-H-O-T-I. K-U-M-A-R-I, and she was leading a group of women in this open-air community setting. And what struck me was that some of the uh, decorations that were behind her were these giant panels with these 12 cornerstones that mirrored the Sustainable Development Goals in language and in some of the colors that are used, because we know we've been over the color psychology of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So I give you a link for the 12 cornerstone um, curriculum that they're using. And again, this is not meant for public education. This is meant for the community indoctrination. So if you want to go and show everybody those 12 cornerstones, that would be super. All right, this is the first one, passing on the gift. Yep, that's it. You can keep going. And then accountability. Oh, yes. Uh, sharing and caring. Yes. How many times have we heard people paraphrase the Bible that sharing is caring? Yep, yep. Sustainability and self-reliance. Improved animal and resource management. Now, I, <clears throat> I think I do see the distinction here, If I can, if we can make it really clear. The difference in, the, in what the Bible gives is that you're, one, dependent upon the Creator. He, he lets the rain fall on the just and the unjust, right? Um, mm -hmm. So you're dependent upon the Creator, and it is, it is my contention the church ought to be coming alongside the people. I know when I've read about missionaries, one of the things they do often, if they don't know the language of the culture, is they go in to learn the language, and that's by working alongside the people and helping them in just the basic things, you know, growing the food, taking care of animals, this kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. it should be the church doing that. Instead, what we do is we have government entities, if you will, 
uh, and coming alongside NGOs uh, to help these people, and there's no gospel to it. it the, I guess their gospel is as long as you're living, uh, you got to take care of yourself, and uh, you don't have to worry about uh, being right with your Creator or anything like that. We're 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 here for you. We're going to be your we're going to be your daddy. We're going to be your father uh, instead yeah. of God. Yeah. All right. So that's number five. What's okay. The, what are number the rest s- of them? Number six is nutrition and income. Number seven is gender and fo- family focus. <laughs> Gosh, that always has to come up in there, doesn't it? Genuine need and justice. Hmm. Improving the environment. Full participation. Training, education, and communication. And finally, spirituality. Well, here we go. Here we go. I guess this is going to be dependent upon which people and which faith group gets stuck in there, right? Absolutely. It does. There's your 12 cornerstones. There they are. Now, as far as the brethren go, I did some research into them. They have a brand new curriculum for Sunday school called Shine. And supposedly, according to their um, news releases, uh, no one else is making Sunday school curriculum anymore. And all kinds of churches outside of the Church of Brethren are embracing this, and it's called Shine. Now, I've included a sales pitch about Shine, and I want you to see if you can pick up on some of the sustainability through it. Okay. You love God, and you love children. You want to help them grow in faith. That's what Shine is all about. A Sunday school curriculum that's easy to teach and focuses on the Bible story, connects the Bible with daily life, welcomes children into the presence of God, teaches Jesus' way of peace, and shares the beautiful diversity of God. Shine helps you guide children to live in God's light. So, let's join together. Grow in friendship. Sing and pray. Tell a Bible story. Share God's love. Teach the way of peace. And bless one another. Let Shine be your guide as you lead children to faith. To love Jesus, grow in faith, and change the world. Download free sample sessions and learn more at shinecurriculum.com. Well, that all sounds happy and cheerful, doesn't it? It absolutely does, doesn't it? I tell you what. Well, the next place we're going to (laughs) go will be the sample for Shine Curriculum. And it's a PDF that you can uh, scroll through and look at the pages, okay? And if you scroll through one of them on page 11... That's where you're going to see one of the first notices for the Sustainable Development Goals through the STEAM, which is the Science, Technology, Engineering, the Arts, and Math. And I give you the particular uh, page for that. You can, Like I said, you can easily magnify the pages to see that they've incorporated this into their Vacation Bible School that's coming for 2023. But this is not the first time that I have exposed that STEM is showing up in Vacation Bible Schools. 
Well, I'm not, I'm not surprised about that at all. I think that's been going on for years from some of the, the stuff that I've seen. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Tim, I didn't know if you had any Bible verses that you wanted to attach to any of what we do before we get into the annual report. Um, if you've got those, if you could go ahead and go through those scriptures with everyone. I didn't have anything, anything okay. specifically All planned, right. but... But you're, okay. the, the, there, there is something we need to clarify so that people don't think that we're just sloughing off things just right. because, well, the UN is using it or whatever. Yeah, it's true. Jesus says you always have the poor with you. There's, there's, there's no question about that. And it shouldn't mean that we shouldn't desire to want to meet those needs. We should. Uh, so that's a good thing to do. But, but the fact of the matter is, is the UN promoting even part of what we just played in that video and that video seems to me like they don't they don't put the way of peace this was something i did notice in the imagery when they said teach the way of peace the way jesus taught peace i forget the exact phrase they used but something like that they didn't put a cross there they put an obelisk there did anybody else catch that they put a roman obelisk kind of like what we have for the washington memorial there they put mm -hmm. that in the way of peace. That's that's what they that's what their means of peace is. They didn't have the cross. And then who's the Jesus they're talking about? Is he kind of like a made up Jesus, kind of like the uh, the the Virgin Mary in the Roman Church? By the way, somebody made mention. I had never seen it before. I had to go look it up. I was blown away how the images of Mary are the female genitalia. I'll just put it that way. And if, if you want to put that in a search engine and bring it up, yeah, you can't unsee what you see there once you see it. And when you see their Virgin Marys, you'll go, okay, this is, I mean, it's clear that it's not the Mary of the Bible who was a virgin up until she gave birth. And then after that, her husband mm -hmm. knew her. She's no longer, she was never, she was no longer a virgin. Just for those who want to continue to hang on to that fairy tale there. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought some of that up because in the 12th cornerstone where we're talking about spirituality, um, it says that Heifer International is not affiliated in any religion, Tim, but yet the roots clearly show it's the Church of the Brethren, which is now in America based in Illinois. It also tells you in the video that is attached to spirituality for this particular cornerstone that war is against the will of God. Hmm. Hmm. Now, how do they come to that conclusion, considering that God specifically said, go into the land and in some cases just wipe out everything there? I have no answer because, you know, I saw that image and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Somebody did not read their Old Testament very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah I absolutely agree. did not. No, nor okay. did they nor did they read the New Testament because we're in a warfare yep. now, are we not? We're called yep. to put on spiritual armor and to fight against our enemies, which are principalities and powers. Right. Absolutely. It also will tell you that here in good old North Carolina, that every year there is a senior convention at Lake Junaluska to address the gun violence in America. And then if you look at the PDF download of the church statements, uh, you will see where they have the alternative sexuality movement in their news. 
in embracing that. Well, so, those are, that looks like what the cornerstones were when we got gender, when we read that well, off. I, I understand. I absolutely do. Um, in the annual report for Heifer International from page, uh, excuse me, from 2021, I wanted to bring up these particular pages. Uh, let's see here. I told you we would start with page number eight. Where is page number eight? Oh, okay. Uh, invest in local government is on page eight. On page 10, we have climate shift. On page 11, we have environmental sustainability. And you'll see the first mention of American company McCormick Spices. On page 12, let's see here. Where is page 12? Agritech, and this is where they will attach education to um, Agritech as well, because they're going to use uh, education at the higher levels to uh, skill base the people there in Africa. All right, on page 15, you will see biogas uh, technology, page 16, equality. Then you will see page 18, the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Page 19 is where you'll find the United States is mentioned. On page 20, you will see Cargill associated with the meat. And then, of course, the State Department's U.S. aid organization. Page 21, you will see Walmart. And then on page 26, there's a picture. And this is in India. And it will show you... Um, Trying to remember what it was going to show you. I'm sorry. I put this together a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. There's where I was telling you the celebrity who was leading everyone. And if you'll see those flags, some of those are some of the same colors with some of the same uh, tenets of the sustainable development goals. Okay. So you have that as well. And if you have any other doubts about how Heifer is hooked into this, they use their Read to Feed program, which is a library program available through either your school, your homeschool group, your library, or your church. It's called Read to Feed, and it supports every bit of everything that we have mentioned thus far. Okay. All right. So we have that in the archives for folks as well. And this is not associated with Heifer or Brethren, but I did include an article with a militant attitude about the United States and other affluent countries not being serious enough about the sustainable development goals. And it's from a website called nature.com. Okay. And what's going on here? Oh, you see how angry they are? They've got their, their signs and their fists in the air. And this is that we have to do more to get the affluent countries to kowtow to these particular sustainable development goals. Well, it's like I always say, you can't really trust a guy who has pink hair. I mean, I, I usually say don't trust a guy who has a pink or purple tie. This guy's got pink hair going on. But yeah, they're holding up the signs here and it looks like they're just having a ball doing all that. Uh, in in what they're promoting, oh, but, because it's cool and it's yeah. it's yep, it, it's cool. Well, let me let me address that just for a second. This is part of uh, the thing that I think that that young people are missing today. It used to be the church stood for something. It had principles. It had it had a passion for the kingdom of God and seeing that advance in the world. And so, what was passed on to the children was. Here is a goal to go after. You mm -hmm. have the power and the tools God has given you for that. 
And the instruction was obviously real education, getting them to think, getting them to develop themselves uh, in the Lord that they might glorify him in whatever they did. Now right. that's kind of fallen by the wayside. Church is about, well, how do you feel when you come in here? And if you if you get your feelings hurt or if you, you know, somebody doesn't say the right thing to you or do the right thing or doesn't, you know, embrace your particular sin or whatever the case may be, you go somewhere else. And so what I see is people find something they that they, quote unquote, believe in, whether it's real or not, they believe in and that's what they grab hold of. And that's what they begin. That's what they see their purpose in life is doing. They don't see it as glorifying God through the advancement of the gospel and living a holy life before him. They, they see all these right. other things that they grab a hold of. So I, I can see why some people just get gung-ho in a lot of that. Well, well, yeah, it absolutely. Well, yeah, you're going to, if you're going to be the hands and feet of Christ, why not attach yourself to the world? But you sure. know, we're told if you look to the world and you follow the world, you're going to be in dire straits. You absolutely will. Um, I also included for everyone in the archives, Tim, um, not only a quote that I did from an article, but everything that I had on Steam and the United Nations as well. Okay. All right. And yeah, and all of that will be in the archive. Yeah. And, and for new listeners, if you don't know what the archive is, it's just an article uh, that I put up on sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you are listening by way of the video platforms you're watching, the title is usually what we'll use. So if you go there... If you're there on that day, it'll be on the front page. But if not, there's a little search engine. You just put that title in, and that'll bring up the archive, all these links and everything, the videos and stuff like that, right. uh, as well as the video that we're doing now, and the podcast will be there, so you guys will be able to pick it up. And you'll be able to have a link to Lynn's site as well. Absolutely. And um, that's all I have for today. That was quite a lot. I know we didn't get into as much as we normally do, but a lot of this is... Uh, a lot of these will be resources that Tim, you need to stop and take the time to read them because that's how we educate ourselves is through understanding and taking in information. And if you really want to see just how dastardly some of this is, you're going to need to take the time on this particular uh, subject and read and read between the lines as well, because that's where you're going to find everything that we have brought forward to you today. But this is, again, why we do the show, so that you can be armed with what you need to know to fight to protect your family and to protect your community. And most of all, most importantly, uh, before your family and your community should be protecting your faith and your church. Yeah, let, let me let's let's ask a question here <clears throat> because sure. uh, what do we got coming up in in uh, in a few days in midterms, right? Yeah. And for some people, that is their salvation. Uh, the, oh, all their oh. anger, all their frustration with everything is going on. They think this is the only time I can do something, which is nonsense. Uh, in fact, you could right. probably do more by just going and doing what uh, I, I think Bethany was talking about the, this morning, going to mm -hmm. what Adam and Bethany uh, do, uh, and that's going to these board meetings and stuff and speaking out. But the, the, the fact of the matter is... Many of the representatives, whether they're at a local level, a state level, or even at a federal level, support the United Nations. Not all of mm -hmm. them. There's a couple of them that want out of it. Then thank God that they're out there. But they don't really put the effort in to pass, you know, pass. I know Thomas mm -hmm. Massey has every time puts out a bill to get us out of the United Nations. And it's great because it's real simple. Let's just leave this treaty, right? And let's let's get out of this. 
but it doesn't really get advanced. It doesn't get pushed. It doesn't get promoted. None of that stuff. And I would say, and maybe you can speak to this, I would say mm-hmm. any representative that is supported, supportive in any way of the United Nations is engaged in a treason against the people that they claim they're supposed to serve because the United Nations is anti-Christ. It is anti-American, mm-hmm. uh, at least at our foundations. Let me put it that way. Not the modern America, but at our foundations, it's anti-American. It's anti-liberty. Uh, I mean, we can go on down the road because, again, what do you have from an organization that all they put in there are socialist and communists for their leaders? Well, let's think about this. The reason why you have so many people running for office who are embracing them is because they see everyone else and they see the funding that is coming that they can use because all the funding for all the initiatives that are in the sustainable development goals are in your city budgets. They're already in your library budgets. They're already in all the funding that goes in to all the infrastructure that these people say, Hey, let me, and I will run this for you. And so they've gotten on the bandwagon. That's precisely it. And there's not been enough of an effort by us be it at local, state, or federal, that have said, not on my watch. They haven't brought up the fact they're anti-God, they're anti-America, they're anti-anything that that you should really want to embrace. No, what they've done is they've gone and said, oh, well, it's green, so therefore we should support it. Or it's justice, and therefore we should support it. But again, these are worldly views of what justice is or environment is. This is not what God's word said that justice is or environment is. He did say, you know, that he gave us the world to And we're to take dominion over it. To take dominion over. He absolutely did. But did he say to do it on a bully pulpit with your fists in the air going, you must, you must, you must? Absolutely not. No, it was not. It was through the hands and feet. It was through your actions being part of your testimony. But you couldn't have a testimony if your heart wasn't in the right place. That's right. And these politicians don't have their hearts in the right place because if they did, I guarantee you they would not want to support these. But yes, we have the midterms coming up and I have seen so much garbage for so long about, I'm going to vote red because after all, we need a red wave to save America. You want to see how many of those red politicians back the green movement? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Same as the blue. Okay. I'm not picking on the reds because here, let's face it. The reds have the false narrative that, oh yeah, well, guess what? Donald Trump pulled some of the funding out of UNESCO. So we're not the United Nations anymore. BS and horse hockey, he pulled out some of the funding. Did he eradicate every bit of it? Did he pull back the treaty? No, he absolutely did not. And I will tell you, any president, whether they're Republican or Democrat, that has pulled funding from one thing, guess what? His predecessor has come in and plugged it right back in. Yep, they have. They have. Let me address something here. Uh, We've got somebody in the comments on Rumble. And mm-hmm. Asan says, oh, are we using the SPLC ADL Zionist term anti-grow-up? Okay, Sands, uh, go read your Bible. First and Second John, 
Uh, didn't have anything to do with SPLC, ADL, or Zionists. Had to do with what Scripture said. So I said they're antichrists. When I say they're anti-American, they're not for the foundations which were laid for America. That's a pretty simple term. And they want to put themselves in the place of, which is another meaning for anti. We've talked about this when we talked about the Pope, that he is anti-Christ. He is in the place of Christ and he opposes Christ. So, yes, I use that term because it is a valid term. It is a valid term. Now, a lot of people are just opposed to something and they don't, they're not for anything. That's not us here. So we'll speak out against these things. And what do we talk about, Lynn, every uh, Wednesday on the show? We are for parents being the educators of their children. We are for parents being the one who, who pour their lives into their children in order that you have a sustainable development goal, if, you, if that's what you want to call it. But it's a biblical one. It's to pass on to the next generation the wonderful works of God and his teachings, his gospel, that it may flourish throughout the earth and the glory of the Lord may abound there. It is not about some temporary kind of thing. We may engage in some of those things. But ultimately, they're for an eternal purpose. So, yeah, I want to address that. There is no pretext of anti. Then why are you using it? Why are you, why are you using it? Of course there is. We've had okay. anti in our language for years, long before what you're saying there. Love okay. you too, but, I mean, that's just nonsense. That's nonsense. There is anti within the words. Okay, trying to slip in the SLPC <laughs> is, is not going to fly with me because there is no way on God's green earth that I or anyone that I know of would support the Southern uh, Law Poverty Center because they are a Marxist group. And if that's all this person wants to do is throw that in there to try to associate and throw off, then I'm going to say this is a troll. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure that they're a troll. They they do say they like the. Sh they said just perceived language needs to be firm. Now I don't know. Maybe you want to elaborate on that for us in the chat there. I, I don't know what you mean by it needs to be firm. Um, we can go all through. I probably can uh, pull it up real quick uh, to demonstrate exactly what I'm talking about uh, with this. But again, we've had we've used the 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 uh, term anti. For many years. In fact, let me just let me just show you. This is not anything new. Here's Webster's 1828. This is Noah Webster. Anti. A preposition signifying against, opposite, contrary, or in place of, used in many English words. So, honestly, I think what you're saying uh, there, Sands, is not true. I I, I know you're not trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not trying. Uh, Lynn okay, didn't see your I'm other, wrong. I yeah, apologize. Lynn didn't see your your other comment, and no, that's, that's I didn't. I'm, I apologize. But I there absolutely are, there did. are some people there are some people who would do that. But but here you yeah. can see, um, here you can see that the word it is a legitimate word. It's been used it's for from hundreds the Greek. of years. Yeah, it's been used for hundred from hundred for hundreds of years. Yes, it's so, a, it's a Greek term, sure. and it says it's against. This is my student dictionary. It tells us that it's um, a prefix having the following meanings against, opposed to, uh, opposite to, reverse, counteracting, curative, uh, usually changes to A-N-T before words beginning with a vowel, and that has the Greek root, meaning against. So it's against God. It's against family. It's against 
scripture. Okay. All right. So let, let me clear up. Sands is, is giving us some things she said, or he or she, I'm not sure. Uh, but mm -hmm. Sands says um, they are in uh, opposition and an open rebellion to of nature. Well, that's what we just read the term anti-represents. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I'm sorry, you went down that road and you said as in anti-Semitic. Well, let me tell you something. Ugh. Just to clear this up, anti-Semitism is is a strange term anyway, because the majority of people who call themselves Jews and are not, as the scripture says, they're of the synagogue of Satan because they're anti-Christ. That's first and second John. Go and read it. See what it means. And the, not, the majority of those people are not Semitic people. Go and look at what a Semitic people is. They're people that look like they belong in the Middle East. Okay. They don't look like Europeans, which is what a lot of "Quote unquote Jewish people look like they look they look like us they look European." Uh, so, the Eric, thank you, Eric. I appreciate. Look, I appreciate your comments. I'm not trying to bash you or anything. I'm just saying, there's no need to lose ourselves on the on this term. Just because some people uh, create hate groups and do all that stuff does not mean the term is not a valid term. It is a valid term, but if they're going to use it in such a way. It's like, look, it's it's like um, it's like the sodomite movement. We don't let them get away with carrying gay. I don't use that term on the show because there's nothing gay about sodomy, nothing. And uh, so we we don't let them get away with that. Then we need to take the language back. We need to take it back. This is what socialists do. I've said this on the show, and over the past probably 120 years at least, maybe longer here in this country, the Marxists have been in. And they've manipulated the language. This is why we don't know half the time some of the stuff we're supposed to know because we think something said and it means one thing when it means something completely different. But I appreciate is, your comment, Sans. Thank you very right. much. Which is why we do what we do on the show is we try yes. to set the record straight. So let's try to get this back on education. The reason why, and I I'll, I'll, I said this at the top of the show, I'll say it now. The reason why I wanted to bring it out is because this is the time of year that this kind of stuff can slip into your home or your church. And you think, oh, yay, it's it's all good. It's all wonderful. But do you really know what you're supporting? Do yeah. you really see what's going on? And if you don't, we're here not to browbeat you. But to just point to it. Yeah, this give is information. you got about 10 seconds. you got about 10 seconds. Tell people where they can find okay. out more about you. CommonCoreDiva.com. If you wish to financially bless anything that I do, there's a donate site. We are shifting away from PayPal. But until the meantime, go there. See you later. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lynn. We appreciate you as always. Check out CommonCoreDiva.com. Bradley be with you at uh, 3 o'clock today. Lord willing, sons of libertymedia.com, and we'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. Talk to you then. See you.